ever episode of AOT Chronicles, an Attack on Titan podcast. I'm your host, Chaz. It's Ronnie. And today we're going to be covering episode 8, Hearing the Heartbeat, Battle for Trost 4. Uh, what did you think about this, Ronnie? I like this episode. It was definitely one of the episodes that my first time through... You got that huge happening at the end, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, there's a decent amount of Jean in this episode, and I'm really digging his character at this point. So yeah. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, I think we've said before we especially like Jean when uh, Aaron's not around for him to be petty. Even though I like a little bit of that pettiness, but it's also good to see him just as he is. Exactly. So let's get right into this. Um, first scene. We're going to start off right where we left off in the last episode. Mikasa's telling Armin she's not going to leave him while he was about to off himself, basically, is what we saw. Right. With the broken blade. She throws it. She's like, nah, we're not leaving you, Armin. Me and Connie got this. Which, upon further examination, there was no way he was going to kill himself. No, I feel like even if he tried, he wouldn't... It would be like a paper cut. He wouldn't even get deep enough he to do like, any damage. thought he could do it by cutting his toe... Yeah, I mean, he's a smart guy, but he has no strength whatsoever. So we got Connie and Mikasa. They're insisting on taking Armin. And right when they're pulling him away, Armin's like, wait, I have an idea. He said, let's, he looks over at the friendly Titan guy. He's like, let's use this guy right here. And so what did you think when he said that? Did you think there was any way possible that friendly guy would help them out? Uh, by the way, I'm not even afraid to say this is Aaron's Titan, because we see that at the end of the episode. Um, but... So we'll call it Aaron's Titan, we're going to call it Mr. Friendly Titan Guy? I mean, if if that's just what you're <laughs> going to call it, I'm perfectly fine with that. I think it's a catchy name. I think, uh, I think that's how most of the community knows him as, is Mr. Friendly Titan Guy. But I was also just putting it out there that if you're treading lightly on that, I'm just going for it. And, no, I thought this was a good idea. I mean, we saw last episode, he didn't seem to care, and so, for now, why not keep on with that? I mean, it's not like they've got much of anything else going on for him, so let's use him. That's true. I won't go with MFTG. We'll just go with Aaron's Titan for now. But at this point, Armin and them do not know that Aaron controls this Titan. I just feel like I need to mention this every few episodes. Armin's hair is ridiculous. Continue. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the first time I watched this, for definitely through the first like 15 episodes, I couldn't decide whether he was a girl or a dude. But I guess a little bit later you find out that he's a guy. But anyways, Armin has the big old brain blast, and he's like, let's, let's hit up Mr. Friendly Titan Guy, or a.k.a. Aaron, and we'll have him help us out. So he tells him their plan. He's like, if we can just kill the Titans around him, the Titan looks like he's instinctively going after other titans he's not even worried about us so mikas is like let's fucking do it connie's like questioning it of course he's right. being you know a little realistic mikas is just like as long as we can just keep fighting i don't she care just, i got a good feeling about it. i don't know why yeah. but something about it makes me feel like uh this titan is the most like aaron i've ever seen of all titans so let's roll with this guy yeah she uh she sees his 18 pack and is like oh is that aaron and she's like we're rolling with him and that's when Mr. Friendly Titan guy, they want him to they want to lure him to the supply room so they can kill off the other Titans there and essentially 
get the supplies and gas that they need to continue on because they're pretty much out of gas at this point. Yeah, we got to get that gas. That's the main focus at this point. So they go, it flashes over to Jean, right? This is the next scene flashing over. Yeah, this is our other gang. We got yeah. Jean. Uh, we got, who else? Marco. Marco. and Annie, Reiner, Bert. And we're kind of like in Jean's head at this point, and he's just questioning his right in a position of responsibility. I mean, he just, last episode we saw him. What did he do? He just literally was just watching his uh, comrades just get eaten alive and just staring at him. Yeah, he didn't didn't feel like he did everything that he could, but he might have done the smartest thing he could. Right, he was thinking at least logically. A little survivor's guilt. And I, you know, I kind of agree with him though, because that is rough. They're like 16 years old. You're just watching a bunch of people get eaten alive. Like, I got to kind of side with him. I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, Aaron could use a little bit more of this, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, he, Aaron needs to uh, listen to Jean a little bit and stop fighting with him. But while he's watching the Titans feast on his friends, he's like, no, now's not the time. We've got to go back to headquarters. And he just has a big old brain blast. And he's like, let's go. Let's take advantage of this. While they're getting devoured, let's head out. And everyone starts to follow him. We go back. Connie carrying Armin with his remaining gas, which is not much. Um, they don't even know if they have enough to make it back to headquarters, but that's where they're headed. And Mikasa's just absolutely slaying the Titans. You know, just luring them away. Trying to get that uh, Mr. Friendly Nice Guy, a.k.a. Aaron, to headquarters. She's just doing a sick ODM mixtape right here. Yeah, she's I mean, showing off. She's showing off. She's showing off. She's doing stuff. It's just like, you could just go and just slice their necks. She's doing like backflips. Unnecessary. Unnecessary, but it looks great for the highlight tape, I the, will say. The ODM uh, users of the last 60 years are looking at it like it's new age basketball, and they're just, what are they doing all yeah. that dribbling between their legs? That's What is that alley-oop they Totally call? unnecessary. <laughs> just... How about you get some nice crisp passes, you get it down to the post, you hit a couple uh, fade hooks, and you go on your way. Exactly right. So she's doing all that. Jean, with a cool clip, getting grabbed by the Titan. I don't know if you noticed this, but he got, well, you had to have noticed this. He got grabbed by the Titan, and then he's like slices the Titan's hand and gets away from it. First of all, never insult me like that again. I'm a professional podcaster. Of course I saw it. I'm just making sure that you saw this. But I thought that was sick of Jean because we haven't really seen much of that from him yet at right. this point. And that's when Marco catches up to him and he thanks him and he's like, hey, thanks for the leadership out there. Like you really helped us get back to headquarters. Yeah, so Marco. They bust through at this point. And Marco's just, he's a bro. He's the cute one with freckles. I mean, he's definitely a bro. Uh, he's a bro. He's a big time bro. And he's like, Jean, you're actually cut out to be a leader. I'm proud of you. And Jean's like, but... Jean's like... Yeah. Oh, that was another thing. Jean did see one last of his comrades get grabbed before he flies to the window of headquarters. Did you see that? Yeah, but don't worry. We we don't know his name, so it means a lot to Jean, but we can just keep on skedaddling along. Exactly. It's not like it's Marco or anybody getting grabbed. Right. It's not going to make a big impact on Jean. But he, you know, he's thinking to himself, he's like, I can't believe I just took advantage of my comrades getting devoured to get back to headquarters. Yeah. Which, that would fuck my mind up hard if I saw a bunch of people get eaten alive and I, I knew that I could have done something, but I decided to escape. 
which I mean, I guess you can't really do much at this point. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing you got to learn is, you know, if this is the plan and this is the plan we're going with, everyone else signed on in a way. And, you know, the guy that died, he stinks for him, but he probably has no regrets, I would imagine. It was the only option. Yeah, he's he helped his teammates out in the end, so I guess He should have watched more it. Mikasa ODMing mixtapes. Maybe he could have slipped out of that situation. He, he might could have, but I highly doubt that. But that's when Jean looks over. After they bust through headquarters and they see just the Pusswad supply team. Oh, these guys. Hiding under desks like it's the 1940s yeah. in an American school class where they're, where they're taught to hide under desks from nuclear war. Like that's going to do anything. Right. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Yeah, Everyone it's... get behind the desk. We'll just act like the entire school is closed <laughs> on this Wednesday in mid-September at, through, uh, at 11.30 a.m., and we'll just act like no one's here. Like, it's just a yeah. holiday that they didn't know of. <laughs> and desks just absolutely stop nuclear bombs. That's what we were going with, huh? Public schools? All right. Oh. And while he's arguing with those uh, pusswads, that's when Titans, two big old Titans, just jam their heads through the building walls. Yeah, Titan of the Week. I love how this Titan didn't even, you know, he's not worried about punching a hole in the wall to get to his goal. He just straight up goes head first, slams the thing against the wall in what makes for just a creepy, creepy moment when he's just smiling as soon Absolutely as the wall terrifying. breaks through. So that's Ronnie's Titan of the Week? Is that's that Ronnie's Titan of the Week. Wow. Ronnie's Titan of the Week. Put it in the books. So Jean, you know, he's going through his whole depressing, spiraled, like just downward trend. Um yeah, everyone's panicking. Like it's just chaos right now, especially with that. Like you said, that creepy ass Titan smile, right? Smiling through, and out of nowhere, a fist. As Jean's just staring at this uh, this Titan, this creepy smile. Out of nowhere, he just sees a fist just knock the dude out straight in his cheek. Two for one. Two for one. Yeah, he got both of them with one hit. That's efficient. Which that scene is one of my favorite scenes. Just I really I love I've loved this a lot. It's so cool. I mean, it's that Titan timing that I love so much too, where, you know, this is the end and then friendly new guy Titan, Aaron's Titan comes and just yep. slams him out of the way. And they go flying. Um, friendly good guy Titan man is back. Okay. He is officially back and Mikasa and Connie and Armin, that's when they bust through. Even though there was already seven windows busted through, they bust through the eighth window that wasn't busted through. Don't leave a window unbusted. That's right. That is exactly right. And that's when you know that Mikasa did her job. Armin's brains worked. Jean yells, Mikasa, when all of them arrive. And Connie and Armin, they're in the corner. They're like, hey, we're here too, asshole. Yeah, Jean's just mesmerized by... Mikasa and her beautiful hair, which I don't blame him, but and then that's when Connie, I believe that's when Connie tells the others he's like explaining to them that no, this is a good guy. This is our friendly new friend. <laughs> this is our friendly new friend. <laughs> he's helping us out. You know, we called him along. Someone says from the back, "Hey, friendly new friend." That's kind of repetitive, and Connie's just like, "Hey, we call him what we call him. He's our friendly new friend." Friendly new friend. We met him two minutes ago, but we have full trust in him. Okay, <laughs> things seem to be going well so far. Uh, and then Mika says, "Like, listen, guys, that thing is our best chance for survival. 
And if Mikasa says that, I'm going with it, okay? I'm completely going with it. I love that girl, and I'm right. I'm right or die. She's right or die for Aaron. I'm right or die for her. Okay. Then we cut, and we have the calling card or the cut scene cards that they pull up. And it talks about the 3D maneuvering gear slash the ODM jetpacking gear. Um, it says, fans propelled by direct ejection of gas onto f- fan blades. Output modulated by gas pressure. And then we go over to the Titan size chart. Yeah, okay. I don't even know. I mean, we, of course, knew how all those ODMs worked. I recognized every word you just said, so please yeah, get on with the Titan class. I mean, whatever that is, we, we just roll with it. We know how it kind of works. It's cool. We don't need another logistics. But we go to the Titan size chart, and it shows the 60-meter Titan, which is obviously the colossal Titan. It shows them above the wall, which is 50 meters. And then it goes, which I'm guessing, well, I'm not guessing, it actually goes to Mr. Friendly New Guy, mm-hmm. Aaron, and his Titan is 15 meters, and he looks like an absolute dwarf next to the Colossal Titan. Which is what I've found usually happens when you compare something that's 60 meters tall compared to 15 yes. meters tall. I think he reaches about his kneecap, right. close to that range, mm-hmm. um, maybe not even that high. It's pretty redonkulous, if yeah. you ask me. So uh, let's hope that guy doesn't show up. And he's at his kneecap because 15 meters is not 60 meters. It is not. According to that chart, it is not 60 meters. Right. They might play with some stuff here, but for now, just go forward knowing that. Yeah, and then we uh, we go over to Aaron's Mr. Friendly New Guys Titan, and he is just absolutely just murking the mindless Titans. I mean... He is just putting in work at this point. He and really wh- is. What did you think about this guy right here? Do you think, what do you think is going to happen to him? I would at say this he's point? a problem, except for he's not a problem. He's a great, th- uh, great little ally we got going on right now, and I'm loving the combos he's putting together. Oh yeah, he knows how to fight. We'll say that it's not one of these guys that's just flailing around. He knows what he's doing. And meanwhile, while he's doing that, seems like he's. Uh, played a couple rounds of Wii Boxing. Yes. He, <laughs> he's actually beat the legendary black guy in Wii Boxing. Yes. That's and what it looks like. Ex- <laughs> and he seems so rad that he doesn't even use the strap. That's how, oh, like, wow. that's how loose he is with it. And no TV has been busted. That's how crazy this guy is. So meanwhile, we got our team resupply, trying to resupply. And that's when we have Reiner... He asked Connie, he's like, how much How much do you know about this guy? Because you just brought him over and now y'all are best friends somehow. And Connie's like, well, we met two minutes ago and we're kind of just along for the ride. We don't really know much about him. He's kind of like a stray cat that we fed a couple times and now it won't leave. So we don't we don't know what to do. But <laughs> He's on our side is what it looks like. He goes to Armin and he's just using his brains, putting him to work. And he comes up with a plan. Because there are, is it two to four meter titans that are in the supply room? How did you catch, or was it three to five, three to four? I think it's three to four meters. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Um, I'm sure some of them, they're not exactly three and four. Yeah, he he hatches his plan because I believe Jean walks in, he found some guns, and he asks them, he goes, hey, will these even work against titans? Where, you know, I'm sitting in my room thinking... Well, if they're anything like the cannons, I'm going to have to say no. They are not then going I'm putting to do my anything whole against the investment. Titans. Oh, okay. 
Oh, you're not? Yeah, I'm thinking they're not going oh. to do anything to the Titans. But... Wow, this is awkward. I'm putting all my stock into the cannons, but okay, whatever you say. Um, well, I guess Ronnie thinks that the guns won't work, but I loved this plan. I thought the guns were their saving grace. But So anyways, the Arvin's plan is to, to get these guns and have people, certain people lowered with a little, uh, what are you, a levy system, kind of? Yeah, it's it kind of comes out of nowhere. It does because it's like a, an elevator, but I'm not sure the elevator goes all the way down, or it's like an old school elevator to where they're moving it up and down so they can kind of float halfway up in the room, like we get ready to see. I also don't exactly know how the other people get into the beams without Titans seeing them, but I'm just here for the ride, and this is the plan, and I like yeah. it. I'm hoping that at least Except you know for the gun part. They're so focused on the crowd that's in the levee system. That's how they get to the beams. They Who knows? Sneak into the beams. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm thinking that's what happened. But you know, Armin's plan is for for them to lower that, have all of them. You know, focus all the Titans. Focus on those people, and then right when they get close, they all shoot them at once. They try to blind them, shoot them in the eyes. If the guns will even do that, who knows? Yeah, we get some more. I don't even remember what he says, but Marco. He just says some more nice things, and Chaz, name a nicer character, I dare you. I can't. I'm all out of ideas, Ronnie. I think you're right. Ronnie or Marco is the best. Put a stamp on him. Nicest character stamp. in AOT. Love that guy. So nice. He just. I feel like he's going to be a big part of this story. So we start to execute the plan, and as we're going down the stairs, uh, Reiner gives us the knowledge that Titans have two weaknesses. Okay. And it just so happens, I think you have one of these weaknesses in common. Uh-huh. Keep going. So, so you can hit him in the back of the neck, okay, or the one that you have in common. You can um, hit him right up in the ass. Yes, that is, that is definitely <laughs> one of my weaknesses. I don't like anything right in my ass. I will agree with that. I did like that about Reiner, though. I feel like he knows some secrets, because I have, n I have not once seen him put a sword up a titan's ass but maybe he's done it before maybe you know. next episode he acted like he's done it so <laughs> i'm hoping to see some of that action <laughs> and that's add when... that to the class though why are we just leaving one of the weaknesses out my god i know it, reiner's just leaving out information and that's when so okay so armin he wants all those people in the beams and then have seven people sh sneak up behind them and strike them all at once right yeah they shoot them and then after Blind they shoot, them, seven people come up. We go in for the kill. They all have are designated to one Titan, right? And you just go in for the kill. Right. And that's the best, the best warriors they have at hand, or best soldiers they have at hand. So, next scene, they start to they start to draw, and they get ready to fire, and they literally wait till they're one centimeter away from the eyes, right? Yeah, we get we so we lower the elevator mm -hmm. down. Okay, this room is full of titans. We're getting ready to do this thing, and everyone's best friend, Marco, lets us know the plan's a go. He says that. Just in case Gosh, you weren't sure at this point. I love this guy. The plan is a go. Marco, he's getting close to passing Keith on my list. I know, wow. I know Keith is way up there on Ronnie's list, but mark it down. Chad, Marco's, Marco's leveling up right hey, now. Hey, I love Marco. He's nowhere close to Commander Keith. Okay, whatever you say, man. 
but that's when Jean, he gives the cue, right? Right when he's a centimeter away from the Titan's eye. Yeah. Is it Jean that gives the cue to fire? Listen, I like this whole sequence, but I would would not be doing my job if I didn't point out the fact that it was very lucky that all these Titans forgot they had hands, and instead we they decided to try and tickle the soldiers on the elevator with yeah. their eyelashes. They did. <laughs> I'm not so sure how this plan would have gone if they didn't do that, but... Lucky for us, that's what they did, and this plan goes off with only a couple hitches. Yeah, that's when the plan, they all fire. They actually blind the Titans, you know, fairly well. Um, and Mikasa, they all swing down. We've got Mikasa, people like Annie, Reiner. They go, they're slaying them. Everything's all good and happy, and then Sasha fucks up. Potato and, girl, Sasha. And? She doesn't slice the Titan all the way through. Yeah, but okay. who else does that? And Connie. Okay. Oh, I thought I was going to Connie. But I believe Connie was kind of got fucked up because Sasha fucked up. It kind of threw off his rhythm. Right. I'm blaming it on Potato Girl. And no excuses. No excuses, but I'm blaming it on Potato Girl. Annie and Mikasa, the two badasses. They come to the rescue. They come to the rescue, and they have to pick up their slack, and they slice them down. Of course, Potato Girl f- feels bad. I don't feel bad for her. I'm not a big fan. I, I do have to say, I like seeing Sasha get an episode where she has a little character development that didn't involve food. Um, you know, the fact that she froze when she didn't kill a Titan and then felt shame after Mikasa handled it. I thought, you know, it, it was just a good look at her character that didn't involve meat. I believe she was thinking about food, and that's why she didn't slice the Titan. Hey, that might be the case, but that's not what they put on screen, so I'm giving them credit (laughs) for it. All right, that's, uh, you know what, we should start tallying times that Potato Girl has moments that doesn't involve food. Well, I'll get us started. One. One. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the only tally we ever make. (laughs) We go to the next scene with Jean, uh... You know, he's talking to Marco while they're refilling their, their gas tanks. They finally, you know, everything's going according to plan. And Mark, he's like, Marco, I'm just not cut out to be a leader. And Marco's like, don't take this the wrong way, man. But you aren't a strong person. So you can relate to how the weak feel. And then that's, I love that line because he's basically saying, you know, Jean, you're not really the best leader. You're kind of weak like us, but that also makes you super relatable to us. See, that's not what I feel like. I feel like he's saying, because you're sort of weak, that's what makes you a great leader. So you're you're saying because he relates to them in that way, in the weak way, that he's a great leader, or what? And that he just still takes initiative, even yeah, though he Mar- feels weak? I think Marco is so, giving, or so good at giving bad news that he's saying, you know, listen we might have had good leaders that were brave before, but where are they? They got themselves killed. You are a great leader and get us in great situations because you're as scared as the rest of us, but you're still finding a way to move forward and get on with it. I like that too. And to even when you are that scared and you feel like Jean, he's been talking about how weak he is this whole time. Yeah. He still takes initiative even though he feels that weak. He's just saying, you know, you're as scared as the rest of us, so you're not going to put us in a situation that we don't belong in because if you're going to get us in a bad situation, it's going to be the only way to go. Yeah. And I feel like this is going to really work out for Marco too, him saying this. And I think he, I think, you know, 
John doesn't get mad. I think he sees what he's saying, yeah. and um, we're going to see potentially that mean something to him in the future. And two, John, you can tell John really respects Marco. How could you so, not? Yeah, I mean, great guy. What a friend. So they all they all refill up. They're getting ready. They leave. They start scaling the walls. And then Mikasa and Armin, they see Mr. Friendly Nice Guy, and nothing's happening really well to this guy at this point. What's happening to Mr. Friendly Nice Guy? He's, uh... Well, with those abs, I've checked his TikTok following counts, and he's blowing up. He's doing great on TikTok. Um, and But she makes the point that if we can make him an ally, he would be better than cannons, and I've never agreed with anyone more in my life. He would definitely be better than cannons. Yeah. Because I've not seen cannons kill a single titan, and I've seen this guy just taking one out every couple feet. Well, I mean, they have fixed the cannons a little bit, so I feel like... No, no. I don't buy into the upgraded cannons. Well, I mean, they upgraded them, but I kind of stock. Talk about Mr. Friendly Nice Guy. That's true. Mr. Friendly Nice Guy in the past five minutes has probably killed more titans than the cannons have in a hundred years. And unlike the cannons, he knows where the neck is. He does. You're right. He has good aim, too. Unlike the cannons. And Mikasa is like, oh shit, Uh, Mr. Friendly Nice Guy is getting devoured. This is not good. We need... You know, we needed to study this guy and, like, see what's up with him. And she reiterates, she's like, listen, guys, I've just got a feeling about this Titan, and something has really drawn me to him. Yeah, hormones, she doesn't, she's not sure what's drawing her to him. And Reiner agrees, he's like, yeah, if we, we need to keep that Titan alive so it can attack the other ones. Whereas, I feel like John doesn't even know yet that Aaron is getting ready to emerge from this Titan, but he still has a feeling deep down that he cannot stand this thing. He's yeah. like, can't we just leave him? Even though this thing is helping everyone out, Jean still just cannot stand He's like, didn't you guys hear Marco? I'm the reason we got here. Let's just leave that thing that killed 99% of the Titans around us. And then Annie's like, but Jean, what if this Titan can help us? Because Annie, Annie reiterates that too. She's like, it's better than the cannons. Like, what the hell have the cannons done? And Mikasa's like, yes, let's save him. And so John goes... Okay, I guess we can save him. Yeah, only because Mikasa. Okay, Mikasa. Out of nowhere, from, I want to say, three, we're on episode eight, three episodes ago, episode five, when Thomas got absolutely, yeah, he got top five um, by the abnormal Titan. Top ten, you god moron. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he got top 10 I'll, it was a top 5 play though it wasn't in the top 10 it yeah was, it was in the top 5 but I call it a top 5 whatever it doesn't matter Ronnie but this thing you know you watch Fox Sports <laughs> <laughs> this abnormal is the one that just slaughtered Thomas and then that's when Mr. Friendly Nice Guy he just goes after this thing okay he slaughters it then he just collapses. He's got like an arm missing. Mr. Friendly Nice Guy's got an arm missing. What else? He, maybe two arms missing. He's got both arms missing. Both arms missing. His, Hence you know. the reason why he's got to just bite his neck. Yeah, he just yeah bites its neck. He, he just looks in terrible shape. And then that's when he just collapses. He's just exhausted. Remain in peace, flying slash hurtling slash gliding titan. You will be going into the Ronnie's Titan of the Week Hall of Fame. Congratulations. 
congrats. And then that's when Jean's like, well, we tried, guys. Let's just uh, head on out now. Too bad for him. Oh, that ribcage looks pretty bad. We better just pack up. While Reiner, Mikasa, Armin, they're all just staring at the thing. They're like, what? And then all of a sudden, Aaron emerges from Mr. Friendly Nice Guy. And Mikasa rushes over. She's just bawling her eyes out, of course, because she's ride or die. She thought he was dead. We all thought he was dead. John's in the background. He's starting to tear up as Mikasa runs to Aaron, but everyone's favorite bro walks up to him, Marco, just letting him know that if he ever needs a shoulder to cry on, he's there for him. (laughs) And that's when Mikasa puts her head up to Aaron, to his chest, and she's like, oh my gosh, she has a heartbeat. He's alive. We pan over to the squad on top of the wall. Armin's like runs over. He's like, wait a minute. I could have sworn that Aaron had a missing arm and leg last time I saw him. Yeah, Armin just walks up to him and just chops his head off. He's just like, this is some sort of wizardry. <laughs> I saw this guy. He was, didn't have a leg, didn't have an arm. That is not Aaron. And, and then that's the end of the story. Attack on Titan ends. <laughs> and then he, he notices Aaron's limbs. And Jean looks over at all the dead, mindless titans, and he's like, did Aaron do this? And then it's just a big old mind fuck to everybody, and that's the end of the episode. He's like, I knew I hate that guy. (laughs) Gosh. And that's where we end at. So what would you think about that, Ronnie? It was a good episode. Like I said earlier, um, I like anything that feels like a, a heist, and this felt like a little heist we had to pull off to go get the gas. And Yeah. That reveal of when Aaron emerges from the back of that neck, that Titan, I was not ready for it. How about you, first time through? First time through, no, I was not at all. Um, I honestly felt like Mikasa was now the main character of the story. I thought that was the route they were going to go. Yeah, and I was still fine with that. But, yeah. And it was just cool to see. It just completely changes the entire game. You're like... Yeah, the whole genre of the anime almost changed. Or not the genre, but the whole just story changes. You're just like, well, that's a thing that can happen. Yeah. So... And then that's when you start theorizing about other Titans. You're like, well, if he's one of those, could that happen to any of the other ones? Like, right. Your whole mind, like you just, it just starts racing. But, I mean, I I really enjoyed this episode. Seeing seeing it all the way through to season three, there's some few uh, few little Easter eggs in this episode that I love seeing. I haven't seen season one in a long time. Don't turn off yet. He was not spoiling. He's just no spoilers. He's just showing off. I'm just showing off. My boy Ronnie over here, he's on like episode ten, episode or episode eight or nine of season two. I am on a number of episode two. Yeah, right. he's almost Season done two. with it. He'll uh, we're working so he our knows. way through. Yeah, we're working our way through. He's still got a little ways to go. He's gonna stuff's stuff's happening, and uh, we just wanted to also talk about hey Jazz. Yeah, we made it. We made it. We made it. We got some feedback. Oh, who did we get feedback from, Ronnie? Once again, the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. You can't be first, but you can certainly be last before the uh, podcast gods come and take our, our microphones away. But our guy, Paris H., hit us up with an email. He didn't really have anything so much to say about the show, but just let us know that, you know, um, first of all, he's a guy, which okay. 
I liked how he specified that. I like that. I thought all of our listeners were going to be female, but I enjoy that. I could see where you might think that. But no, Paris is a guy, and uh, he just sent such a nice, nice email to us, telling us he's loving the podcast. You know, he is instantly has more credentials than either one of us combined because he's doing a reread. So, oh, so my boy Paris, if you're listening to this still. I would love to know if you've actually read the manga all the way till where it's at right now, like chapter 130-something. I know it's around there. Um, let us know. Don't spoil anything, of course, but let us know if you like it and uh, if you're going to reread the entire thing up until that point. I'd love to know. And uh, the best part of his email right there at the end, all hail Keith. Keith Sadie. Our boy is a Keith Sadie's fan. And so that's... When, when you see someone say that, you know they belong. Um, but once again, really appreciate the, uh, the email, Paris. Thanks for sending it in. Uh, keep them coming. Let us know what you think about certain episodes as we do it. And uh, I hope that if anyone else is listening, they tag along. Because it was just really nice to see. You know, I saw the numbers. I knew that Chaz had been clicking on basically every podcast platform getting our numbers up because he's petty like that. Yeah, I've been computer farming. Keep going. But it's nice to know that there was at least one other person that found this podcast somehow. Hey, feel free, Paris. I know you seem like a super nice guy, but feel free to give us bad you know, comments, suggestions on how we could do better, what can make it more entertaining. We're all ears. But... I guess that's all we have for this episode, huh? That's all we have. Just our boy Paris, dude. I, I love giving him a shout out. I love our fan. Notice how I didn't say fans. <laughs> I said fan. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for coming back. Listen to another episode. We hope to see you next time. Uh, if you are listening to this live, since now we know that someone is out there listening, we are we're grinding these out. We're trying to get two to four episodes out a week. And trying to get caught up before season four hopefully rolls around there in October. We will be caught up. Not trying to. I will make a promise right here, right now. Oh we will my be caught up. Gosh, that's a lot. Okay. All right. You heard it here first. I'm Ronnie. He's Chad. I'm Chad. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Telling me you're written in green pen. Yeah, on today's podcast, I've written in a green pen, and it looks beautiful, dude. I my handwriting was better than last episode's handwriting. Do you still um, a green pen from pen? Is that what was going on? You just no, I actually just found strapped. it. Yeah, I just keep one strapped. Uh, I like it better than red pens. Never know. Anything. That's a hot take, but I think I appreciate it. Red pens been overrated for years now.